Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. 18 minutes away from 8am here on Bears and Izzy for breakfast. Chase is on the text line. My bunny's got the job done. Now bring me on the storm. Wow, you're a brave, you're a brave NRL fan if you want the storm. They were emphatic over the weekend, just like a certain teenager over at a famous American tennis tournament. Is he Emma Raducanu? What a story. What a champion, man. I'm looking forward to this. A little insights from our good mate, Brett Phillips. It's not the easiest thing to get your head around. A British teenager qualifying, coming from absolutely nowhere to win the US Open, breaking so many records and rewriting history in so many ways. It's impossible to list them all. Brett Phillips is the host of the First Serve, our resident tennis guru at SEN and SENZ, and he's up bright and early because the men's final gets underway in about 20-odd minutes. Morning, Brett. How are you? Yeah, good morning, guys. Uh, yeah, great to chat. Uh, look, before we get into Djokovic and, and, and Medvedev, we've seen uh, some great Australian success uh, this morning. I just watched Dylan Alcott. I'm sure you're familiar with the name Dylan Alcott. Uh, what a star in uh, wheelchair tennis. who's just won the uh, the Golden Slam. Uh, of course, all four majors awesome. gold in Tokyo this year, so he's been a legend in these part of the world, this part of the world, and uh, Samantha Stoza, who won the US Open, um, of course, yeah. in singles, beating Serena. She won the doubles as a 21-year-old at 21, and now she's won as a 37 years of age. So wow. I'm up and about this morning. I didn't need a cup of coffee and a couple of jelly beans. These two uh, <laughs> got me up and about, and we've got uh, the main course to come. Mate, beautiful. Tennis is well and live and kicking, mate. Unbelievable form. We've got to talk about yesterday's performance yesterday morning I was uh, bunked up on the couch with my foot up resting away watching Emma Raducanu take on Leila Fernandez and Emma Raducanu getting up can you put into perspective what this uh, achievement for Emma has you know done for her life and, and what what kind of win would this do for her future going forward yeah it, it's simply I mean I, I still shake my head uh, you know, 24 mm. hours on, it's uh, it's astonishing. Uh, I mean, women's tennis is open, there's no doubt. I mean, since Serena Williams won 
the Australian Open in 2017. We know she's had a number of attempts to try and equal Margaret Court's uh, record and hasn't quite got there. But in that time, we've seen so many new winners. We've seen so many new finalists and semi-finalists and mm. quarter-finalists. Names you couldn't even even forecast in your, in your predictions before uh, the start of the tournament. And at the lowest end of the pile there is Emma Raducanu. I mean, she certainly um, <laughs> came into our vision at Wimbledon uh, this year because she's got a wild yep. card. Uh, had this darling run through, through to the fourth ranks. They'd lost Murray, so the British crowd had this, their hopes on a young 18-year-old who was 338 in the world. I mean, that's, you know, that, that's only <laughs> three months ago. And uh, yeah. then, of course, she had some good form uh, leading into the US Open on the tour. Had to go through three tough qualifying matches, so her ranking was 150 coming into qualifying. Wins those three, wins seven matches, didn't drop a set. And her level, it, it looks like she's been playing on the tour, you know, for a good decade. I mean, it just and, and mm. as, as impressive off the court as well, and the way she speaks and articulates. And, yeah, she's always been regarded as a girl in the British tennis system that actually had a bit of talent. So the LTA over there, the governing body, certainly has thrown some dollars her way. Uh, she was studying, uh, finishing off her sort of year 12 uh, last year, didn't play through uh, the COVID period. Her team pleaded for a wild card for Wimbledon based on her potential, and she hasn't looked back since. And, and who knows, but she'll have a target wow. on her back now. But she's mm. gone to 23 in the world from 338 in two and a half months. I mean, I, I don't <laughs> think I've seen a rankings jump boys uh, like it, and we'll wait and see whether she can maintain it. There'll be some ups and downs, certainly, from here. Tennis is a pretty brutal sport on the road, but, yeah, she certainly uh, certainly can play the game. Wow, Brett, when you paint the picture like that, and I get, we get carried away with it's the greatest of all time, it's the most incredible thing we've ever seen, but literally, have you ever seen anything like this in your time in tennis? Not, not, in, not in my time covering tennis. I mean, we, we had to go back, I mean, prior to that final yesterday, you had to go back to when uh, Serena Williams played Martina Hingis when Serena won her first major in 1999. That was the last battle of... Uh, two teenagers, but they, I mean, Hingis was already winning Grand Slams, as we know, uh, 16, 17, and, and Serena obviously was making a big impression at a young age, but yeah, for this girl, I mean, I, I sort of was, was thinking yesterday, I was looking down the rankings of our Australian girls, thinking, God, these, you know, they're struggling away on the ITF tour, they're playing in far-flung places around the world where there's no one watching and you couldn't imagine any of them being a Grand Slam champion, so that, that's just it's mind-boggling. But the women, the, the depth in women's tennis, the, the, the depth is certainly there, which is why I get asked all the time, well, we've got a world number one here, Ash Barty. Why isn't she just winning major after major? Well, the simple uh, answer to that is uh, the quality is there. That want to knock her off. You don't have it on your terms all the time. She's certainly the most consistent player at Barty on the tour, but she's not going to have it her way winning slam after slam because the competition is so hot. Yeah, no, it's a really good way to put it. The depth is incredible. So but then on the men's side, Brett, it's quite different. I mean, the depth has been growing, but for so long we've talked about the next generation or the changing of the guard. But yet we have a guy here, Novak Djokovic, who today is going for his Grand Slam. And I mean, it's kind of, it's like a history warping time in tennis. How do you put into perspective what today means for his legacy and actually the legacy of this era? Yeah, it's a huge occasion, no doubt. Uh, look, you, you can't help but admire uh, the, the Djokovic as, as a tennis player and as an athlete. Now, whether you, whether you like or dislike him as a person, and he does polarise around the world, uh, you've simply got to acknowledge 
his tennis achievements and, and, and the athlete that he's become. He's taken preparation, diet, uh, just all mm. of the one percenters to a whole new level against his contemporaries and his closest rivals, Federer and Nadal, over the last 15 years. So he started behind. He's going to overtake them. He might overtake them by a fair margin because he's the youngest and he's still probably got another two years maybe at his absolute peak. So if he wins today, um, I mean, everyone thinks it's a pretty simple argument that he is the greatest of all time. I think it's still very subjective and I don't base it purely on statistics. So everyone will have a different mm. view on this. I mean, for me, I think Federer um, has left the biggest legacy uh, out of those three on the sport, but that, that's something you could debate for hour upon hour. But Djokovic, look, uh, the resilience, the mental resilience. I mean, the first time, boys, he came to the Australian Open, back as a young boy, we're going back to 2006, seven hot Melbourne days when it got over the 40s. He was as flaky as anything. You, 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 couldn't, you couldn't imagine 15, uh, 16 years down the track that he'd be this tough, resilient, um, you know, Go, go to the go to the go to the wire sort of guy who mm. just never relents, and that's what he's become. So mm. he should get it done today. He beat Medvedev very comfortably in the Australian Open final back in February, so that'll certainly be in the back of the mind of Daniil to put up a much better performance. But you know, how do you how do you tip against Novak considering what he's done this year? So so we we're saying you're saying Medvedev has no chance of spoiling the party. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm. <laughs> no, I think if, if, if Zverev can take him to five in a semi, Medvedev, if he plays at his best, could certainly stretch Djokovic to the same sort of distance, potentially. I mean, but this is this is where Novak goes up a total new level. So we've seen him drop some sets early and maybe not dial in early into the match. But if I think back to the Australian Open this year, it, the game was over uh, halfway through mm. the first set. He's beat even Nadal in an Australian Open final a couple of years ago. We thought this was going to be a classic. It was over in an hour and a half. So Novak gets to this point. And he just paces his way through a slam so well. So he can look a little scratchy in the first week, but each match he gets better and better and better. Come the big dance, uh, he just <laughs> he makes you look silly if you're if you're not not up for the fight. So Medvedev's got to be up for the fight today. But you know, I'm not going past. Uh, I'm not going. Not game enough to go past Djokovic. No one's game enough to go past Novak, absolute champion, the Joker. Hey, just before I let you go, I just want to go back to Emma. Um, just one little insight I had. This win, this win, it, it's catapulted her into the limelight. She is a famous name now. She's grown in stature. She is a public figure. And I just look back to a girl like Emma, uh, Eugenie Bouchard. When she came onto the scene, she blasted on the scene. She's fell away into oblivion at the moment. She's nowhere to be seen. What are we hoping to see from Emma, and do you see her going on and bettering her career from this performance on the weekend? Yeah, I do, and I think the most the most crucial part of tennis is the team around you, and those who have got great mm. people around them, you know, and, and the demands off court will be there for a manager now to deal with. Okay, Emma, we want you to be the face of this and the face of that, and the endorsement deals. Yeah. Things will be coming her way. But I think Chris Evert summed it up beautifully yesterday, the 18-time champion, that she hopes that Emma's still allowed that, still allowed to be a teenager. You know, yes, mm. the attention's going to come, but just enjoy just being out there doing what you love. Same for Layla Fernandez. I mean, these two are very marketable. Uh, they're going to be very much the face of the game for the next 10 to 15 years. But, yeah, look, 
I think the team will be really, really important. I, I can't see it dropping off if you read sort of the backstory of Emma Raducanu. Mm. And, yeah, I think arguably the best smile I've seen in tennis in uh, in 20 years. She's probably still smiling, uh, smiling today. <laughs> yeah, it's so true, Brett. <laughs> hey, thanks so much, man. We appreciate all your work across SCN yes, and SCNZ. Enjoy this final and what is an incredible time for tennis. Can I just say, boys, very quickly, so we'll have the first serve, which you can listen to on the SCN, uh, SCNZ app uh, tonight. Uh, so I think it comes in around about 10 o'clock on a, on a Monday night. Uh, Sam Groff, the man with the fastest serve ever recorded in the game, is with me. We'll do a full recap of the US Open. You can listen to that uh, live on the app anywhere across uh, New Zealand tonight. Outstanding, Brett. There awesome. was Brett Phillips. Thanks, Thanks to Yonix. Brett. 75% of product crafted in Japan. Check out their full range at yonix.com. We're talking age, and I want Izzy to tease what he's got coming up later because Emma might only be a teenager. Quaid might be an old man, but they're still achieving at the top of their sport. It is six minutes away from eight. I'm Baz and Izzy for breakfast. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.